Psalm 27. Let's start with verse number 13. Verse number 13, the Word of God says, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Let me read it one more time. It says, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I titled the message this morning, How to Get Through. How to Get Through. This Psalm of David, it tells us right underneath the chapter heading, it says a Psalm of David. Psalm meaning a song, originally a song, and put into uh, that format. Um, and as we read it today, we can see what was on David's heart in, at this particular instance. This is a great Bible chapter to help someone get through the various difficulties and situations of life that people face. In this psalm, we see that David reveals his faith. He shows his heart for God's house, his need at that moment, and ultimately he reveals his trust in the Lord. It is encouragement for us today to read of this man who was close to God, in whom God worked through and used. It's encouraging to read of this man who had concerns during difficulties, yet remained faithful and full of faith. All of us here today, I would say, and if not now, at some point, have situations that we must get through. And you can think of something today, maybe something you're going through, a situation of life that you're facing or that you're in that you need to get through. And no doubt all of us have one of those. And certainly there are various ways to get through. With the help of the Lord Jesus Christ, though, we can get through with grace and with wisdom and with faith. And can I say we've got to do more than just get through something. May we get through with the right spirit and trusting the right guide. The Bible says in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Now, while Jesus Christ hadn't come to earth in David's time, David, knowing the scriptures and even being used of God to write some of them himself, knew that the Savior, the Messiah, the promised one of the Old Testament, uh, was coming, and with faith he looked toward and forward toward that time. The Bible tells us today that Jesus, the promised Savior of the Bible, the Son of God, did come to earth 2,000 years ago, conceived of the Holy Ghost, born of a virgin, in a town in Israel called Bethlehem, we find through the scriptures he is all God and he is all man and he came to die for the sins of man. Because the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's our nature. Mark 10.45 tells us, For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. That means he came to sacrifice his life for all that would put their faith and trust in him. The Bible tells us he died on a cross, he shed his blood, he was crucified, not because he did anything wrong, but because he did everything right. Uh, not because of anything he said uh, that was not of God, but because everything he said was of God. Because he even called himself the Son of God, and they said the fact that you called yourself God tells us uh, you're wrong. And you ought to be punished. And so wrongly they accused him and unjustly crucified him who is the son of God. Who is the one who came to die for their very sin. 
That's Jesus. And we can have everlasting life and forgiveness of sin and help to get through the difficult times of life if we put our faith and believe upon and call upon Jesus alone to save us. John 3.16 tells us, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, Jesus, should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, the only hope in this life and the only hope after we die is found in Jesus Christ. You say, well, I can get to God some other way. The Bible says uh, that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. The Bible says that no man cometh unto the Father, unto God, but by or through Jesus Christ. And so if you want to get through the, the difficult situations of life and you want to find yourself forgiven and right with God and in heaven for all eternity, the only way is through Jesus Christ, the Son of God who gave his life for you, loved you and loved me so much that he died for our sin on the cross of Calvary. And as we sang this morning, he didn't stay in the grave because he's not like anybody else. He rose three days later. There's witnesses of his resurrection. There's proof of Jesus. And we know that he's alive still today. The Bible says forevermore. And this is the one we put our faith in and trust in. Trust in for everlasting life, but also for this earthly life. Can I ask you this morning as we start the message, do you know Jesus personally? Is he your savior? Have you called out to him alone to save you? Not Jesus plus religion, not Jesus plus giving to someone, not Jesus plus doing good works, not Jesus plus your upbringing, but have you put your faith in Jesus alone to forgive you of your sin and to save you and to give you everlasting life? If you have, Jesus can help, get, help you get through any situation of life. We want to consider this morning from Psalm 27 how to get through Whatever you need to get through today or tomorrow or the next day. Because that's just life, getting through situations. First of all, we notice the example of David here in the scriptures. As we consider getting through, it starts with Jesus, as we said, and having faith in our Savior and Deliverer. But also we have just simple instruction. If you want to get through whatever you need to get through today, or tomorrow, or the next day, don't faint. Don't faint. Notice David said in verse 13, I had fainted, unless I had fainted. David was in a situation where he could have easily fainted. He could have, with his discouragement and weariness, get tired and just stop. He said, I had fainted. As human beings made of flesh, can I say we're prone to fainting? When the burdens weigh us down or fiery trials get too hot, we're inclined to collapse. When we're overwhelmed, perhaps by just even the normal duties of life or the extra stress laid upon us in life, uh, we may be tempted to throw up our hands in defeat. But can I say you'll never get through by giving up? You'll never get through by giving up. So many decide, well, I'm just going to give up on this or give up on that or give up on God or give up on uh, whatever God has laid for them to do. But you'll never get through if you give up. In fact, that'll haunt you probably the rest of your life. Can I encourage you? Don't faint. You know, David had his own reasons or motivations to faint. Look at verse number one. David had his own 
reasons or motivations to faint. He says in Psalm 27, 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Evidently, there was someone David could have been afraid of in his life. Some kind of opposition and persecution. And we know, perhaps in this time of his life, King Saul was hunting David. King Saul was, was wanting to see David uh, expire and pass away off the scene for fear of his throne and jealousy of David. When the wicked, verse number two says, even mine enemies and my foes came up upon me to eat up of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. He had enemies, he had foes. Uh, can I say all of us probably have enemies and foes? I don't know who that is, and uh, maybe you don't know who that is, but uh, we know uh, certainly at times in our life there's people who want to oppose us, people who want to oppress us, people who want to persecute us, uh, people who don't like something about us, people who don't like something we stand for, and there's those who will come up against us. David had that. You say, did he have reason to, to faint? Yes, fear was one of them. And we all face fear in this life, and even in our country, fear is overtaking many. Fear certainly can be an enemy, can be a reason to faint, but also enemies Enemies are a reason to faint. Just don't want to fight. They don't want to hold your ground. In verse number three, he said, Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise up against me, in this will I be confident. Uh, David had war to cause him to faint. Just a, maybe not just one battle with an enemy, but a continual battle. Psalm 27 tells us David had reason to faint. Regardless of the fainting reason, though, Regardless of war or fear or enemies. In fact, we have biblical instruction that tells us not to faint. But rather to stand strong in God's strength and grace. Even though in our flesh we're prone to fainting. Even though we're prone to giving up and growing weary. By the Spirit of God and through His strength. Uh, we can survive and not only survive but thrive and and continue and to get through. Luke 18, 1, Jesus spake a parable unto his disciples to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. A prayer is a good way to overcome fainting, amen? Uh, when you feel like fainting, go to God in prayer, and he can give you the strength that you need to continue on. 2 Corinthians four sixteen, the apostle Paul says, for which cause, and talking about some things that were going on and some things that we faced, in this life, and in fact, some, some pretty discouraging things. And he says, For this cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, and it does, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Even though things happen on the outside of us, uh, by the strength and grace of God, we can be strengthened on the inside of us, in our spirit, in the inward man. In Galatians 6, 9, uh, we're reminded to, to not be weary in well-doing. You say, I keep doing good, and I keep seeking to follow the Lord, and I keep obeying Him in my life, and it just seems things are happening. Don't faint. Don't faint. You want to get through? Can't give up. Don't faint. In Hebrews 12, 3, it tells us, as we go through things of life, to consider Him, that's Jesus, Consider Jesus who endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Think of what Jesus faced. And if we're following Jesus, we're going to face some similar uh, situations, excuse me, and struggles. 
He said this, For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. And lest the doubts come in and the fears come in and the, and the uh, discouragement comes in and causes us to faint and grow weary. Look at Jesus and see what he did, see what he faced. I know we're not Jesus, we're not God, but through his example and through his strength, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. We can have victory and we can get through. The God of heaven and earth, our Lord and Savior and King, can help to strengthen, to refresh, and to inspire you to get through. I like what Charles Spurgeon said. He said, would you lose your sorrows? Would you drown your cares? Then go plunge yourself in the Godhead's deepest sea. Be lost in his immensity, and you shall come forth as from a couch of rest, refreshed and invigorated. And that's the truth. How do I lose this burden, this sorrow? How do I uh, drown my cares and go, go into the, the sea of God's love and grace and strength and mercy? As you yield to the Lord during tough, tiring, or turbulent times and determined to stand in His grace and strength and not faint, we can begin to get through whatever may be present in our lives. How do we get through? Talking about how to get through. First of all, don't faint. You've got to determine right off the bat, hey, I'm not going to faint. I'm not going to grow weary. I'm not going to grow weary in well-doing. I'm not going to, to give up or to give in. I'm not going to uh, 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 cave to the pressure uh, of the world or pray, crave to the, uh, cave to the pressure of the devil or to my own insecurities or worries or fears or doubts. I'm not going to faint. Second of all, as David said, I had fainted. In other words, he said, man, I would have fainted. Uh, I, I found myself close to this position of fainting. And he said, unless I had believed. Unless I had to believe. Second of all, have faith. Don't faint. But also with that not fainting, it's not just I'm going to have some grit and pull myself up by my bootstraps and I'm not going to quit, but it's have faith. Right? We put our faith not in ourselves, but in him. Unless I had believed. You see, David knew that his resilience depended upon his faith. If he didn't believe God and trust in his protection and help, he would faint. We see the general spirit of this chapter is one of trust, as we'll see here. We too in this life and with the difficulties of life must have faith. If we've learned anything this year, I hope it's been to trust God. Our theme for the year has been faith is the victory. Not fear is the victory. Not fainting is the victory. But faith is the victory. And that's for a reason, because as we put our faith in the right object, and that object isn't ourselves or humanity or doctors or politicians, and we all know that, but if we put our faith in God and in the one who created all and the one who sustains all and the one who can strengthen anyone, then we find victory in our lives over the battles we face day by day. Have faith. We must believe lest we become hopeless and helpless. You see, faith will help you move through when you can't see your way through. Faith will help you move through when you can't see your way through. Look at David's faith for a moment. We read verses 1 through 3, but if we just highlight some things here, he, he very clearly from the very beginning has faith. He says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. He says, the Lord is the strength of my life. He said, uh, uh, when they came up against me, they stumbled and fell. He, he gave glory to God. He knew that God was behind it. 
He said, this thing, this will I be confident. Verse number four, he says, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. He put his focus on the Lord and the Lord's people and the Lord's house. And he said, I'm just going to seek after that which I know is of God. In verse 5, for the, in the time of trouble, what does it say? He shall hide me in his pavilion. There's no doubt there. There's no uh, 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 worry. There's confidence. He shall hide me in his pavilion. Verse number 5, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in this tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. How can you sing praises on your way through something? It's because you've determined not to faint and you have faith in the one who gets you through. Oswald Chambers said, faith is deliberate confidence in the character of God whose ways you may not understand at the time. We know that David had grown to learn the character of his God and, and to see the power of his hand. So though David didn't understand at the time, now it's not like David knew what was going to happen. It's not like David uh, knew the, the end from the beginning. He was just going through the moment, just like us. We don't see what's going to happen even tomorrow, and certainly we don't know even the next few minutes. All he could see was right now and what he was going through and what he was dealing with and that he needed to, to get through, but he had faith to trust God. He knew his character. He knew his power, and he had confidence in that, even though he didn't understand at the time. May we remember that we can trust our God and Savior. Many of you here this morning, you know well the character of God, and you've seen his hand in your life. I encourage you this morning to continue to trust him. Have faith to get through. In Romans 1.17, it says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. See, we live by faith, not by sight. To, to, any, to any average person, they may say, that's crazy. You've got to know what, what's coming and what you can do, and you have to have it planned out. And, and, and the life for the Christian is, I'm trusting his word, I'm trusting his leading, and step by step, trusting him. And we can't necessarily see uh, just as much as just anyone just in general in life can't see their next step as much as they think they can. We decide to put our faith and trust in him. Day by day, step by step, moment by moment, obeying what he says, trusting that he has it all under control. In Romans 10, 17, it says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. 1 Corinthians 2, 5 says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And David could have very easily seen the armies around him and those pursuing him. And King Saul, with all his authority and power after him, and some of the, the others that didn't want to see David continue on in life, he could have looked around and said, man, they're powerful. And he could have uh, trusted in the fact of their power and their strength and their might, but instead he trusted in the power of God, not the wisdom of men. David had times even he could have fought back, but he chose not to, and he trusted God. And God blessed him for it. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Galatians 2, 20, In the Bible says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And he goes on to say, In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith 
of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's a Christian's life. As the Bible says, along with our church theme, faith is the victory. When we believe God, his word, and his promises, we are encouraged through difficulties, and we can get through. Now, how do I get through? We said, David said, I had fainted unless, just choose not to faint. Secondly, have faith. Trust God unless I had believed. He knew that his faith affected his fear. His faith conquered his fear. His faith hindered his fainting. And the same with your life and my life. Faith will conquer the fear. Faith will hinder the fainting. If we would just put our faith in our God and Savior who loved us and gave himself for us, we can trust him. If we can trust him with our eternal life, we can trust him with this life that we live. If we can trust him to take us to heaven, we can trust him to get us through earth. Amen? And whatever he would want, we trust his control and direction and sovereignty. And we, can, we know that uh, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. We can trust that. Don't faint. Have faith. Thirdly, we find from the scriptures, see God's goodness. See God's goodness. Notice verse number 13 of Psalm 27. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I like how David wasn't focused on the negative things going on. He acknowledged them. And we'd be, I guess, foolish not to acknowledge the situations we're facing or the difficult times we're going through. Certainly we should acknowledge them because we need to bring them to the Lord. We should acknowledge them, but we shouldn't focus on them. Or rather, it seems that David was looking for the Lord's handiwork. He remembered the house of God and the people of God and, and God himself. And uh, he also saw the goodness of God around him. He was looking ahead by faith, if you will, seeking the goodness of the Lord. Notice he said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord. Listen, we can convince ourselves that nothing's good is going on around us. We can easily convince ourselves, but we trust God that he's good and everything he does is good and he blesses us daily as his word says. And if we believe that, we can lift up our eyes and see around us the goodness of God. And that will help us get through. God's goodness is found everywhere for all good things come from him. We just need to lift up our heads from what we're doing and look. If our eyes get focused on the burden of our situation then we'll miss the blessings of the Lord. And so often our eyes are just zoned in on, oh, i got to get through this. And it could be something bad or good or just something burdensome or, or just something heavy. Or it could be a trial or persecution. It could be anything. We're just so focused on getting through, we don't lift up our eyes and see the blessings of God. Or we're so busy and so uh, 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 just focused on this and focused on that that we lose focus of the one that should always be in our focus, and that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When the struggles come, when the day is long, when the burdens get heavy, our eyes are often blinded to the reality of the Lord's goodness. We don't see like we should. It's like when someone's going through a difficult time, maybe a friend or a church member or a family member that, uh, that's looking on the outside can see the blessings of God on that person's life and can see God do this and God work here, but that person themselves can't see it because they're so uh, bowed down from the burdens or the situations they're facing that they don't see it themselves. They're not looking to see the goodness of God. 
This is where counting your blessings or seeing the goodness of God helps. It'll take time and effort and desire, but it will do well for us in order to get through to believe, to see the goodness of the Lord in our life. You and I can focus on the heaviness that we're facing or we can find hope in the situation. Don't give up hope. Look to the Lord and see his goodness. In Psalm 27, verse 8, it says, When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Sometimes you just got to get a hold of yourself, if you know what I mean, and say, I need to do what's right. I need to, to do what I know. I need to do what I believe. And I need to follow that faith to look to the one who can give me hope in this situation or can give me wisdom and direction as I'm going and will help me get through. In Psalm 42, 5, it, tell, it says this, the psalmist asks, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. In 1 Peter 1, 6, we read, the Apostle Peter writing to some believers who are struggling through some difficult times. And listen to what he says. He said, Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold temptations. If you're going to get through, then you've got to see God's goodness by faith as you walk through the situations of life. There's hope to be had in the Lord. When we look to the Lord for our hope and help, we find strength and inspiration. Look at verse 14, the last verse of Psalm 27, it says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That has to do with not fainting, but waiting. That has to do with having faith and uh, having faith enough to wait on God. That has to do with seeing the goodness of God as you wait upon him. You're seeing his hand work in the situation or guiding you through the particular uh, issue of life, and you can see God Blessing and guiding and strengthening along the way. Corey Ten Boom said, let God's promises shine on your problems. And if we would just let his promises and see his goodness and open up our eyes to what he's doing, we can see the blessings of life. In this world, difficulties come. And today, as we look around us, difficulties continue to rise. What will you do? How will you respond? How do you get through these times in your life? How do you get through these times in our society? How do, how do we get through these times in our country? How do we get through some of the things in our life that we have to get through? Well, don't faint, first of all. Have faith and make sure to see the goodness of the Lord.